Hey y'all, thank you for choosing to listen to Cheers to the Mouse. I hope that you enjoy our first episode. I wanted to go ahead and just apologize. Our audio is a little bit janky for the first couple of episodes, so if you just have an issue with the way it sounds, you can jump forward a couple of episodes. You'll still be perfectly fine, right in line with everything. And I just hope that you enjoy. Thank you. Exactly. Like, let them know that we're not going to be that good and be like, this is what you get. Hi. You can hear me? I can hear you, believe it or not. (laughs) Holy fucking God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. The Princess Bride. It's on Disney Plus. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yes. Ah! Okay, so I now know what our second episode's gonna be. <laughs> watch that again. Oh my god! I didn't know it's gonna be on here. Ah! I'm pretty sure there's about to be like a whole bunch of movies on Disney Plus because Disney owns everything. That is true. And cheers to the mouse for owning everything. <laughs> oh, there you go. For everyone to get some context, welcome to Cheers to Mickey. My name is Amber. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. That's funny. <laughs> That's okay. I wasn't expecting it either. I was just going to go pull up the movie on Disney Plus so I could like have it for like reference if I need it. Uh-huh. And then like a big, huge letter. There was Leslie and Buttercup, and it said Princess Bride, and I freaked out. And this is probably going to be a little bit of a debacle, but you know, hey, it'll be fun. My name is (laughs) This will be such a great first episode. I know, right? I've already announced the second episode. I think that's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) It's no, no surprises, no surprises. First princess movie. Um, this is actually the first movie that Walt Disney ever made. Really? Yeah, that's why I picked this. I would think like anything with Mickey. I, like I expected it to be the first. Well, he made movie. like the shorts. Like he made all the different shorts. Mm-hmm. So there's the um, it's like silly symphonies or something that he made. Mm-hmm. But this is his first actual full length production. Mm-hmm. Now, how long ago do you think it was that this came out? I want to say the 50s. The 50s? Yes. Go back a little bit more. No, 40s? This movie came out February 4th, 1938. That is a really long time because all throughout the movie, I just kept thinking, wow, this art is amazing and the animation yeah. is pretty cool. That's wow. Yeah. According to HistoryChannels.com, because, you know, gotta cite your sources, the movie <laughs> came out in February 4th, 1938. Guess how much he spent making this movie? Too much? <laughs> oh, no, it's ridiculous. Guess how much he spent? $1.5 million. But this was during the Great Depression. Exactly. So, what movie are we doing today, Kiki? No White. I'm imagining that's a lot in, like, today's money. Yes. That's that's a lot for a movie. But then I guess it really, that movie is just the beginning of Walt Disney. Yeah. He gambled everything 
just to make on one this movie. movie. It was a good so, movie. All right, that is equivalent to about one billion dollars nowadays. Oh my god! Can according you, to inflation calculator, can you imagine still spending a billion dollars on a mo- that that movie like today? I can't even imagine having a billion dollars, much less spending a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but this is Walt Disney we're talking about, so yeah, oh, yeah. This was at the very beginning, but he wasn't his like amazing. That sounds something so that was really complicated. That no one for the had parents. ever done before. But no one had ever done that before. And so what that meant was when you drew your picture, you drew like the very, very back. And then you drew another back. And then you drew like the main background. And then you drew the like interactive. So it's kind of like when you go into Photoshop mm-hmm. and you have those multiple planes that you have to draw. We talked about the artwork and that's one thing that I really, really love about this movie. And one of the cool things about Snow White and about Walt Disney in general is that he helped design a bunch of different animation techniques. And Snow White movie, they actually had this multi-plane camera mm-hmm. where they would stack the background so that as you zoomed in on different points and as you moved in the frame, the background moved with you. God, no wonder it costs a billion dollars. That's so much. I know. It's so awesome to think about. And it's that's crazy to think about the fact that when you think of the 30s and stuff, you don't think of technology-wise them being so advanced in technology. But seeing this movie kind of shows that they were. Yeah, they were still pretty advanced. And I think that's one of the reasons why this movie is so timeless. It's because the animation style is antique, but it's still realistic enough that you can enjoy it. Do they tell you how many actors they actually had for the whole movie? Mm, I can probably find it on Wikipedia. Give me a second. That's what this whole podcast is going to be, is you actually checking and going back and... (laughs) Yeah, basically. Uh, While we're doing that, why don't you list all the seven doors for me? (laughs) (laughs) All seven. Okay. (laughs) Um, sleepy, uh, which is a whole mood. Yeah. Doc, dopey, grumpy, sneezy, happy, and bashful. There you go. Uh, that's always a I fun. Think you were worried about it <laughs> because it's like I feel like their names are easy to guess, but at the same time, they're just so simple that you could easily guess the wrong name like instead of grumpy I could have yeah. said angry and then the magic mirror and the huntsman each had their own people that's a lot more than I expected because I know nowadays they tend to have multiple actors for like they have one person doing like multiple voices so that's a lot more yeah actors next but I mean that's still eleven people that's still not a humongous like role <laughs> and for Prince Charming you had to pay him like what two dollars for two songs <laughs> I don't think he was very expensive to get along with. Probably not. Um, but still, I would expect maybe one actor for six dwarves because since Dopey didn't talk. So to hear that there was well, more than one. There was actually somebody there to do his vocal effect. That's so that's kind of funny. That's kind of I can't I can't imagine paying someone just to 
do that effect when you probably could have just had someone else do it. Yeah. His name was Eddie Collins. He was an American comedian, actor, and singer, and he is best remembered for voicing Doki. Who, Which is amazingly, and not talk. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's pretty funny. He's remembered for voicing someone who doesn't even talk. <laughs> yeah, so it's just he did a wonderful job. He did. He was such a successful guy that, according to Wikipedia, he is famous for not talking as a comedian. <laughs> that's that's one way to be remembered. <laughs> Like, I remember, like, his, like, ears slapping and stuff, but that was about it. I remember, yeah, I remember him shushing and stuff like that, like, with the other dwarves, but not, like, anything unique enough to need a single actor. So, do you want to kind of, like, plop our way through the plot and then make this a go for and comment as we get stuff of importance? Going through the plot. You know, we could also talk about, um... Snow White is such a classic tale that there are just so many renditions of it, so many remakes of it, that I felt like even watching the movie, because I made a comment earlier about how long it actually was, I didn't realize it, that while I was watching, I just realized, I, you know this story, but there are still little things when watching it that you don't realize, but um, like I didn't realize in the original movie, we never see the king. You know, the movie starts off with the evil uh, stepmother, of course, because there's always an evil stepmother yeah. um, who is who is who wants to be the most beautiful in all the land. Of course, we know she's not. It's the of them all. There's Snow White, who, of course, is growing to be the most beautiful, even in rags and stuff. And yeah, how old do you think she is? I do remember this. I do remember Snow White was 14 during this. Yeah. Which is horrifying. <laughs> yeah, you think about it. The stepmother's like, ah, I hate my 14-year-old daughter so much. Bring me her heart back. Absolutely terrible. My heart that kind of speaks to me, that weirds me out, that the 14-year-old was more beautiful than this grown woman. Yeah, because you think she's like kind of cute. Although, the like very god. The evil queen. She, sorry, she's not very <laughs> Wrong story. Wrong story. We'll get to Cinderella eventually. <laughs> but she's not even that attractive. Like, she's just like this, like, I guess because she's blemishless, but drawing, like, blemishes would take a lot of effort. So, you know. They also look like we don't, we only see a handful of characters. So, we don't see any other people, any other women yeah. there. So, She's the only beautiful woman around because she's the only woman around besides Snow White. <laughs> yeah. Although I've cast, I have enough fingers and toes for it. There's the seven doors, there's Snow White, the queen, the prince, the mirror, and the husband. That's it. So there's like 12. That's it. But you know when they remake it, they do tend to um, add a whole lot more people. Well, now we got money. We got those like mouse dollars, so we can make it happen. <laughs> one thing uh, before I, we're risking it all. The one thing I did find weird though is at the beginning of the movie, we never see the king, and I know that's something that I believe that they tend to do nowadays when they remake it is that they have the king. Yeah. I don't think they give him much of a background, but yeah, and I mean, like, also. 
just not here in this movie? Which Because I guess that would make more sense. Like, shouldn't he be protecting his daughter to at least, like, marry her off to get a prince involved? Yes, that's what princesses are for, to marry off. Yeah, it sounds kind of bad, but we're kind of at that point. So is there just no king and it's just the queen, or am I not supposed to care that much with the kids' movie? Which it's weird to just leave. Probably the latter of the two, but you know. <laughs> but um, we just have um back to the plot of the story. We have a woman who wants to be the most fairest of them all, and of course she's not. It's her fourteen-year-old daughter. The the classic yeah. the classic story. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course she can't have that. So what does she do? She hires someone to kill. Her fourteen-year-old daughter. Plus, hiring and more just like thou shalt have to kill my fourteen-year-old stepdaughter. Thus, commandeth your queen. Sure. She's ordering someone, the husband. Which yeah, she's like, I'll kill you if you don't. I do think um, now, one days when they remake it, because I'm thinking about the Christian Stewart um, Snow White and the Husband story. I'm trying to think if he was paid or not. I feel like in most stories towards the end, it's kind of I'm your queen, listen to me, but I think in a lot of it they do try to make the huntsman a little bit more greedy and say, oh, I'm paying you this much or whatever. Yeah. But in this one, it was interesting to see. Snow White is so pure and fair that she just can't do it. I know. Which, honestly, it's a good thing to see that you don't want to kill your 14-year-old princess the future queen of the yeah. land. But, but if, if there's no king, I was wondering what the queen has for her plan B on like a backup when she dies anyway, but you know. Like running through the forest is kind of an interesting scene with the way they have all the like trees come alive and pull at her like cape, which I love the fact that she's wearing heels as she runs through the forest. I didn't even like the swamp. notice that. I just love that her nothing, her dress, everything was in perfect shape. You know, nothing was torn yeah. and dirtied. She just remained this perfect fire throughout her. Yeah, like I have trees pulling at my dress, and I'm getting caught on the brush. I have all types of things hey, coming at me. <laughs> hey, my dress and everything is gonna look perfect by the end of it. My hair is just un- my hair is just perfect. Everything's just perfect. Because I'm Snow yeah. White. Exactly. And she's the fairest of them all. I find it very interesting that they made the animals so responsive and stuff like that but never actually gave them a voice. Yeah. That tends to be something newer it's princesses really have a lot of the talking animals or close to talking. Well, we already had 10, 11 voice actors here. We didn't have it in the budget for some squirrel chirping people either. Oh, you, know? you could have had Dopey actually voice the animal or two. And he'd be famous for being a chipmunk. He needs to be famous for being Dopey. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, and of course, we come across, she, she's running through the forest and she comes across um, a cottage led to her by the animals because they just happen to know a place that yeah they happen to know a place that she could stay even though they know it's occupied get... it's not like they care 
Yeah, which this is an hour and 20 minute long film. And we get to the Dwarf Cottage minute marker around 15. That's what like takes so, it doesn't, so long. It's like... You just get there. <laughs> but um, of course, you know, she comes across this cottage. And what's the first thing she does? Inside. Goes inside and cleans it. Little animals help her out. Of course they do. But of course, you know, a, a woman comes and immediately the first thing she wants to do is clean. We just love it. Well, it's so dusty and dirty, and she thinks little children live there. Because children just live in, alone in the woods. That was the part I lost. She's like, oh, it must be little children. <laughs> They're little it has to be. Let me clean everything up. Even though she herself is just a child. Ten-year-old self is all grown up now. I'm 21 and I'm not all grown up yet, so (laughs) I don't know what her secret was. They don't have a mother. I can be their mother. My 14-year-old self. I'll cook and clean for them. Yeah. Peter Panda, so we gotta wait to get to that part. (laughs) I do love, though, uh, the song she was singing while cleaning, it kind of reminded me of you ever seen the chanted? Yes, it does. So I don't know if like the people who made the chanted like purposely kind of took it from that and like kind of made it their own or what, but it just that scene, just her singing that, just reminded me of that enchanted scene, which enchanted is a good movie. You might get to it someday, you know. Hopefully, there's all that food off of the air. A whole um, <laughs> of course we do. Um. It's also just watching her go through the college kind of remind me, kind of remind me of Goldilocks. Yes, and we love we love Goldilocks. Oh, too big. That's right. Love little girls breaking in the rink. Exactly. <laughs> so, what did you think of the dwarves' mind? Of the line of them, I can't remember the exact line. I should probably look it up. But when they're mining and they're singing about how they're mining. And they don't know what for. They're just collecting all this diamonds for no reason at all. I don't even think they brought it home with them. Very interesting. Thousand rubies, sometimes more, but we don't know what we dig them for. We dig, 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 dig. Exactly. Dig. Like, what's what? What are they working for? No, they don't know, and they're just they just have no purpose they're but to working. do it. But I loved how their um, vault. The key is right next to the door. Yeah, like that's the vault, but they leave the key there because no one's gonna come in and all their diamonds and jewelries and stuff. Of course not. And if they do, so what? <laughs> it's not like they're using it for anything. Yeah, you would think they have a little like fancier cottage with all the stuff they've digged out of the mine, but a little, a little bigger, a little it better. It is what it is. I must say, I want the tenacity that Sleepy has to go sleep in her cottage that she found in the woods after someone tried to kill her. Um, across all these quote-unquote children's beds. That's what children yeah. love. Just random strangers laying in their bed. Children love that. Being like, yeah, somebody tried to kill me, and I'm stuck in the woods. I've come across I'm cottages. Strange cottage, and I'm gonna take a nap now. After I clean the whole cottage up, I'm just gonna lay here. We call that Goldilocks syndrome. Let's call that Goldilocks syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> She's got Goldilocks syndrome. I'm just going to sleep. I'm just going to take over their beds now. Honestly, if I clean your cabin, you better fucking let, <laughs> you better, like, let me sleep. 
If I did all that work, you better let me go to sleep and take I mean, a good nap. You can go to sleep, just bed. not on my bed. <laughs> I mean, I think I deserve the bed after that point. I'll give you, I'll give you some blankets, some pillows. We'll make you a pallet on the floor. I don't know about sleeping okay. on my bed. I can make a nice little cocoon out of pillows and blankets. Yeah, I mean that's that's my bed. I don't know you. You could be a killer for all I know. Yeah, but you know, you know me. You know I'm an axe murderer on my side. <laughs> the door, get home, and they find a sleeping princess. I just love throughout the whole scene of them coming home to the door open and the lights on and the chimney smoking. They're just, they're just, we have to be quiet. Like, why would you, if someone's in your house, why would you be quiet? I would make the loudest racket, wake them up and like scare them out of my house. Why would you sneak up on them? <sighs> and then you have all the fun with sneezing and then trying to get sneezy from sneezing. The fun of beating Dopey. Poor Dopey. I do wonder if they're, are they best friends? Are they brothers? I can't remember if they said anything about them being related or not. And if so, I just love that they beat on their little brother. They send him to go find the intruder and then they beat him up. Yeah, and then they go whack him. That's such sibling energy. I don't think they ever tell, like, how they're related. Or why they're in the woods. They might. And then they all sneak around the bed and they're about to wham on Snow White. And then they see, it's a girl! It's female! Oh my god! I wonder when the last time they saw one of those. So pretty! I know. I mean, did you open my Snapchat up? I know I'm not the prettiest, but still. (laughs) (laughs) I just love, I just love that, that she's just so beautiful that almost all of them just instantly... It's okay. It's okay. Or enamored. Yeah, like, it's fine. It's good. It's, good. it's all except for Grumpy. It's all good. It's all good. Grumpy gets the award for the the only one not he, the only one who's actually thinking about the fact that there's an intruder in their home, despite the fact that she's a girl. All have. Sorry, I'm watching it where they threw up in here, and I just saw them like peek over the beds, and I love how big. They make all of their noses. Oh, yeah. This gives them personality, of course. They all look like sneezy by proportion of their nose. Like, that's what my nose looks like when it's hay season or something. Just fungus and red and completely present at all times. Don't you know those are children's noses, of course? Oh, yeah, that's true. I've heard probably be talking about them in six But anyway. Uh, you know, Snow White wakes up, she sees them, she sees that they're not children. In fact, they're little men, which makes it all the better. A 14-year-old yeah. is asleep in little men's houses. Except being surrounded by little men. How fascinating is that? Yeah. And it's just like, okay, that's it. I'll just, I'll clean for you and cook for you. It's fine. Yeah. And all I require is you to take a bath. That's that's the only thing. It's like it's kind of like the like, I guess Snow White is she's she's fourteen, you know she's playing house now. She she since we really don't know the background, we can assume she saw her mother when she was growing up doing these things. So it's just like children do; well, they're incorporating. That's also back when this was becoming uh like 
fairy tale, 14 was the time you would start being, getting ready to like be married and have your own house. That That is true. Nowadays, we've realized that's probably not the best thing to do. No. No. But she's just incorporating what she knows into this. It's just the fact that she's not even just a little bit concerned that seven tiny men broke into the houses of seven tiny men and you wake up to them surrounding you. That's that's very frightening. Anyway, let's see what's next. We wake up, you know, they go they go eat and then Well first they have to clean. Of course, because that's very important after mining all day. Um yeah. that whole scene is just honestly adorable. As them learning how to like wash their hands and get ready for dinner. It's so cute. And so there was one person that's their wife, there was another person that's clean. The prince actually had an actor, although I guess like that was just silly fiction a couple of times. Then Doc, Grumpy, and Sleepy were played by the same person. Yeah. They were played by Pinto Kovic, I think is how you say it. Then Happy had his own guy, Astral Sleepy. Da, da, da! The queen finds out that she is not dead. Which, which is very interesting that she found out so fast. I believe in the original story, or at least in the renditions of it, I don't know if she finds out that quickly. Yeah. She, like, found out in the same night that the Huntsman came back. Um, and speaking of the queen talking to the mirror, it's funny that everyone always gets that line mixed up. Yes. It is. It's very, it's the whole Mandela effect, of course. As people will say. I just <laughs> think if everyone hears it said so many times outside of the movie, that everyone just makes everyone else wrong. <laughs> and I do have to say, Mirror Mirror on the Wall sounds a lot better than Magic Mirror. It does. But how vague do you have to be to be checking up in the morning, kill your little stepdaughter and then turn around just a few bits later and be like magic mirror am <laughs> i the fairest of them all now that i've gotten her dead now that i got rid of all the competition is there I anyone know. else that i need to kill that's probably what she was wondering about just wondering if there's somebody else that she needed to go kill i wouldn't be surprised if she just she just constantly plot like just in case just have backup plans yeah Although, I don't get why she had to turn so ugly to then go and get her to kill her. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense either because I don't think Snow, because I do know in renditions of it, like now in, in remakes and stuff like that, I do know they have Snow White oblivious to the queen right. hatred and stuff. So I feel like even though Snow White knows she would have tried to kill her, I don't know if she would have if she she probably still would have taken the apple from her, you know, if the queen came out and be like, oh, this huntsman was lying to you. Here, eat this apple. Right. So she didn't have to Don't go and disguise yourself. I kind of get that, at least. Like, why does she gotta go and make herself look quite that bad? For someone vain, she went very far right. Maybe that was supposed to show that she's truly how ugly she is on the inside. That's true. Um, 
I find it funny that they only had her do it once. I do believe in the original tale by the Grimm Brothers, I want to say. Is this is this a Grimm Brothers tale? I think so. It sounds about right to be one. If not, someone eventually will tell us we're wrong. <laughs> I do I believe, though, um, fairy tales like to do everything in threes. So I do think the old woman came to Snow White in threes. And it was... It was something, I want to say it was a comb, and then it was the apple. But I guess we were already, what, like an hour to the movie, so they couldn't have her do it three times. you like, I gotta get rid of all the competition, so get ready to do some killing, Mr. Look, that's why we see no one else. She had to get rid of everybody. Yeah, no scholarly mates. She got too jealous. Yeah. yeah she, she got rid of all of them. But she turned around, and she... um she asks the mirror, is she the fairest? And of course the mirror is going to tell her the truth. Unfortunately. It is not. Nope. For Snow White still lives. And we don't see what happens to the Huntsman either. I'm assuming the Huntsman I would have ran off as soon as I gave her that box. Yeah, I think it's assumed that he dies or something. George, not important. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, he did and... a little bit and now we continue on with life. <laughs> and of course you know the classic thing of if you need something done you must do it yourself she's turning into an evil looking lady while the dwarves and Snow White are dancing let me but see that's what you do when you're with random strangers you start to dance strange men you just dance well we can't really blame her much she's only 14 I mean She's she's only fourteen. She's done nothing but lives inside the castle. She ran away from the prince when he snuck up. She knew enough then. That's very true. That's very interesting that she ran away from the prince and not seven men. But the prince showed up behind her while she was singing, singing and she was like, "I'm out." But when she's in these guys' house, she's just like, "Cool, nice to meet you, fam. How you doing? I'm so white. I'm your princess. Let me sing now. <laughs> Let me live here forever. I'll just cook and clean." But and then um, she tries to make an apple pie as you do. Yeah, you know, as you as you do. Unfortunately, the evil witch came along and gave her the apple. That she just has to take a bite of a, a, a random stranger, just gives you food. Yeah. Because we worry about so much. And then when a random stranger comes along, see, that's the thing that keeps on getting me. She knows that someone is trying to kill her. That is why she's in the forest. And she sleeps in this random people's house. And she. An apple from this weird, crazy witch lady. With no hesitation. Yeah, well, no, there's a little hesitation with her. It does take her a little convincing to get her to eat that apple. I will give her that much. Uh, hesitation. When, when I say hesitation, it should be, oh, thanks, I'll eat it later, or throw it out the window. That's true. So then, yeah, she gets put which honestly being put to sleep that's not she'll still be the fairest of the land she'll just be the fairest of the land sleeping I think she was supposed to die 
I do think in the original story it was a sleep like death, so probably. Yeah. I think it was sleeping like death and then sleep just goes on. Which is which is funny that witches like to do that because we have that and then we have, you know, um sleeping beauty over there. Yeah. Which is a whole nother thing. Although I gotta say she gets a really pretty too. Hmm. She has a really pretty tomb that they put her in. Where do they? That's what they do with all the diamonds and stuff. That's why yeah. they're saving. That's why they're saving all the diamonds so they can encapsulate <laughs> the person that randomly wandered upon their house in a tomb. Yep. Just just in case this ever happens. Just in case this ever happens. And even poor Grumpy is sad to see her like that. Yeah, how can how can how can the princess be saved? You know, how can this poor fourteen-year-old princess be saved? When you think everything is lost and there is five minutes left to go, the prince once again appears. Of course, out of out of out of all the luck, out of everyone in the world, the prince just happens to come across the beautiful girl he spotted that morning. That earlier yesterday morning, uh, I think yesterday. which is past one night there, and then they go back to work. So yeah, I think it's been a day, which is absolutely fascinating. Although there might be more time in between that that we're not done when they make the tomb. So, oh, that's that's true. That's true. Because it's, it's like engraved to say Snow White, so this bitch has at least had it a little bit personalized. So we should probably pick out the keyword. This girl has had it personalized with her name on it. <laughs> so there's probably been a little bit of time. We'll say we'll give the week, maybe a week. Mm-hmm. But he, of course, he just happens to come across the same princess. And yeah. what way, what, what to do but to kiss, give her a kiss with lips. Yeah, which don't see full consent is a very important thing. I'll let your parents give you the full lecture on that one, but always ask before you kiss somebody. Especially if they're sleeping. Especially if they're sleeping. And 14. Um. (laughs) Yeah, it just keeps getting worse. 14. We never hear how old the prince is. I think think people say he was 18. I have to say, for princes, as princes goes, he's pretty cute. There are some not cute princesses out there. To be cute. There's some not cute princesses out there. And may I direct everyone's attention to Prince <laughs> Adam. What? Okay, first thing that I found. It's the Daily Dot. I don't know how correct this is. Okay. They say that he is 31. I believe it. And you know With- why? Because I am looking it up on a couple of other of things. Stories like Sleeping Beauty. Stories like Sleeping Beauty about how her prince in the original story, her prince was a king, I believe, and he was already married. So I would leave stuff like that. Creepy. Okay, it's not as bad on another thing. Another website, Anima app has to met lesser minus 20th. That's so creepy. Yeah, it's so creepy. Okay, let's see what Wiki says. Wiki is the official. Gotta listen to it. 
how old is she? If he doesn't tell me how old he is. That's because you're ashamed. Mickey, you just betrayed me. They're ashamed of how old he is. Probably. That's upsetting. That's all. And the image is no longer available. No idea. No idea. Guesses are 20 to 37. I'm going to go with 20. (laughs) Still not great, but it's better than the other option. (laughs) <laughs> that's fair but either way he's old enough to know it's wrong to just kiss people and he's too old for her yeah he's old enough to know better didn't your mama raise you right <laughs> but I guess we could also say it is that time period of young women being married off to older people unfortunately that's why I'm not as bothered by the age cap because I mean eventually Maybe it's not too, too terribly hard of an age gap when you're older. But there's a humongous difference between 14 and 20. 30-something. Yeah, or between 30-something. I'm just going to clock that up to the internet being wrong and say that's not true because I want to sleep at night. <laughs> We're going to go with 20. 20 makes me happier inside. <sighs> Yeah, it makes me a little bit happier than the other number. So, official cheers to Mickey's results if she's 20. Don't know if that's <laughs> right, but, you know, we're going to go with it. We're going to go with it. Um, so, of course, he kisses her. She wakes up. They live happily ever after. Let's go to the stepmother's demise which was pretty interesting yeah um we assume um it's funny because i do think i don't know if it's in the original one i do know the remake called mirror mirror which was kind of weird um really it's it's interesting um (laughs) you know it's 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 a it's a remake. Like what can I say? It's a remake. A um, remake is good. Some. Um, one <laughs> <laughs> uh, percent was good. So I think I don't know if we, now I can't now I can't think about whether or not they do this, but I do know the original Grinch story. I'm not hundred percent sure. I'm not the fact checker here, but um. I think they have maybe the evil stepmother dancing her life away in like red shoes, I want to say. Hot red shoes because Snow White gets vindictive and have her wear these shoes and she has to dance for the rest of her life. And of course I I think that's how the original Grimm story ends. The Grimm stories are Grimm so it would fit. That is true. It would very much fit. They be scary. They be frightening. They be all of those things. But this one's interesting. The fact that we know that she just falls. And we can just assume from there what happens. Yeah. Um, I'm a little surprised that Disney did that. When I think any other time, Disney kind of... Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. Because I do know for Rapunzel, they had... Um, 
Rapunzel's adoptive mom kind of fall from the tower and I mean, you, know, Tarzan, you had the hunter guy get hung up in the vines and hang to death. What? You had the, um, in Tarzan, the main villain guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I watched the conclusion section, and there was lots of time in between her dying and the prince coming back. They go through a whole season montage. <laughs> so, 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 so she's closer to 15, hopefully. Yeah, she's about to be 15. So, you know, we're, we're getting on up there in age. <laughs> it's a little better. <laughs> Does it say what happened to the stepmother? The, the, the always evil stepmother. That's actually what I was looking for and why I got sidetracked back to the season montage. <laughs> um, what was I thinking before? Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that this hard hand. So Disney's, Disney's kind of flippy flop, I'll say, when it comes to death. Because like I said, Rapunzel's adoptive mother blew away but then on the other hand, we have the Tarzan bad guy being hung, which is, wow, I didn't even think about that. That is pretty bad. Oh, wow, 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 wow. What? The queen rejoices in her victory, but is soon discovered by the angry dwarves who grab pickaxes and chase her in the forest. And she climbs up into the mountains where she gets trapped. And then she tries to push down a large boulder to crush the door, but before she can do so, the lightning bolt strikes between her and the boulder, sending her down the cliff to her death. Oh, and that's the original? Uh, according or- to Wiki! Well, then. Okay. Oh, here it is. I found the scene. So that's what happens. <laughs> I do promise I watched this. It's just been a long day. <laughs> So, yeah, she's climbing up to the very top and she's going to put the boulder down. And the world is like, nah, going to kill you <laughs> instead. <laughs> Which brought her to the doors for chasing down the evil, wicked witch. Yes, 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 I will say that. Bravo to them. Um, I'll be honest, Kiki, if you get killed by an evil witch, Odds are pretty good. I'm not gonna chase after her with a pickaxe. Because... <laughs> well, there were seven of them in one of her, so odds were. Yeah, but out of the seven, only one of them was Dopey. So Doc at least should have known better. He's got a PhD, for goodness' sake. <laughs> I don't know, seven to one. I like that odds, even though she's okay. She's a witch, so we'll say we'll say we'll say seven to three. We'll give her two extra bodies. But still, odds are in their favor. I guess. I mean, Sneezy could sneeze her to death. <laughs> yeah, Sneezy sneezes and gives her COVID-19. <laughs> what a the way to go. stepmother dies by COVID-19. Breaking news. What a way to go. Um, Order in the court. Cartoons are now infected by the disease. No one knows what to do anymore. <laughs> anyway, um, 
Talking about the dwarves reminds me something that popped in my head while I was watching the movie. It's interesting that I would say Snow White's the only, I guess, besides Cinderella, technically, princess, I guess, that really comes in contact with magical creatures like dwarves. I can't really think of any other princess that really comes in contact with, like, dwarves, humanoids. I know, I know Cinderella. Okay, okay. Sleeping Beauty has fairies. Cinderella has her fairy godmother. Yeah. Anyone else? Pocahontas and you have the Willow. Mother, your mother Willow. Do we really count that? I was thinking more of a... Well, I don't. I don't know where spiritually enchanted trees fall. (laughs) Okay? I I don't count Pocahontas as a princess. Okay? There are three classified princess for that I don't count as princesses. Pocahontas, she was the chief's daughter. I think Meredith, I can't remember if her father was king. Yeah, he's the chief of the tribe. Okay, so then not. So there's just three. It's Pocahontas, Moana. There's a difference. Moana, I can can understand. I'll let you have that one a little bit. I appreciate that. I'm going to cover her as a princess, but I'll let you live with that for now. I mean, yeah, everyone counts her as a princess, but she's not a princess. I mean, she eventually married to be a princess. No, she doesn't. She marries on what's his name? And he's, he's not a prince. He he kind of is. He's the general's son. Yeah, and then his there's a whole died. there's a whole emperor. He's, yeah. he's she's not a princess. She does not marry into a royal family. I mean, depends on how the generals related. Alana was a princess. She was not. She's a chief's daughter. There's a difference. I'm gonna fight you. Okay, let's go. <laughs> anyway, and then Mulan, not a princess. Okay, well, out of the rest of them, Jasmine, I she's a princess. Interacts with humans. And personified creatures. Everyone, like, the most that they'll have is talking animals. Yeah, or a genie. Any last final thoughts? Because Snow White doesn't have any, like, we have hi-ho in the musical corner of things, but that's about it. That's about it. Which is... Whistle while you work, but I don't like to work, so I like to avoid that song. Um... Against my religion. (laughs) <laughs> okay um any last thoughts uh i wish we could find out the age of that prince um because that's frightening I, I mean i kind of don't want to find out the age of the prince <laughs> we must shame we must shame i don't know uh, i kind of like not insulting the mouth so he doesn't come after us for making this podcast okay that's fair yeah. that's true let's you're right. I'll, I'll put that in the box. I'll just put it away for now. Um, we love Disney. That's why we're making the podcast. Occasionally, choices were made, but it was a different time. And as while we recognized that they were not good choices and that nowadays they would not be appropriate, given the time period, it was okay. Did I get everything covered? You need a lawyer. I ask this mm-hmm. You're like, hey, lawyer, sir? Did I cover everything? I think I did. <laughs> um... I can't think of anything else. That's a good. It's a good first movie. I am. I was surprised to know that was Disney's first ever movie, and that's 
that's just the beginning of the long journey of princesses because princesses are such a huge part of Disney, I feel. Yeah. So they're like their bread and butter, the niche of it all. Besides the mouse himself. Yeah. So which I'm excited for when we do a lot of but that is down the road. It's- Thank you.